loveracing.nz update. Your home for everything thoroughbred racing. Visit loveracing.nz. Racing's biggest fan. All right, don't forget the Grand Tour. Yeah, Grand Tour Racing. Sorry, Louis Festival is back. Tell us where it is this weekend. What's going on? Sorry, Smithy. Just sorry, right. um, yeah, what, what are we doing? Well, we've got uh, Otaki Wait for Age Group 1 this weekend, and we've got the Matamata Slipper and the Matamata Breeders. So, of course, that is for the fillies, the two-year-old fillies and the two-year-old um, uh, young fellas, I guess you call them, colts and geldings. So that's always great. The those two races, you always get some nice horses going through the slipper and the breeders. I hope we get to see Velocious again this weekend out of uh, the Go Racing Stephen Marsh barn. That that would be awesome after her wicked performance on Karaka Million Night. In uh, Otaki, the Group One Wait for Age Mile. It's an interesting race. Um, the the it's been won by some absolute top liners. Your Avantages, your your Melody Bells, etc. etc. Um, I don't know who's going to turn up in this field this week, so it'll be interesting. But it is Otaki's premier race day. It's their only Group One they get to hold, and it's a, a nice, uh, more regional sort of track, isn't it, Otaki? So, um, yeah, that'll be that'll be bloody cool. They're just trialling up at Tauranga today, uh, Puki tomorrow, Wanganui Thursday. Then we got Rickerton on Friday. Um, you had some races at Hastings on on Sunday that was nice and Ellerslie uh, was was really good to see Ellerslie back and it was playing the track was playing beautifully uh, on Saturday for the Avondale Guineas and um, I tell you what orchestral she might be one out of the box mm. guys she might be one out of the box Smithy how fast is this we Philly yeah but you've been uh, I got to say you've been promoting orchestral for quite some time for twelve months I reckon so you're finally getting. Uh, for, to fruition exactly what you were talking about. Uh, and what about Imperatrice as well, Louis? We can't uh, ignore the fact that uh, I don't think she was at her 100% best, but what a win that was uh, at the weekend. Yeah, it was a massive win because I don't actually think she was allowed to be at her best because of it was a small field, right, over a 1,000 metres up the straight. So she, she gets pretty much close to the lead or Private Eye might have been leading her or she was leading the field. It was kind of hard to tell. But because it was kind of a, a slowish tempo and they didn't go crazy, the, the data guys will tell you, it meant that she kind of sat there. It was a genius ride by Opie. I actually haven't heard too many people talk about it because he let Private Eye go past him. So private eye couldn't chase. And it just meant that this this big chasing Joe Pride sprinter who's really talented, he couldn't have a bunny. Opie lets him go past and he's just cuddling Imperatrice and he must have got a very good feel from her early on knowing he had plenty of horse. And this is the benefit of a genius like Opie Bosson who has, who has got a deep relationship with all the horses he rides. He knows exactly how she's travelling. He can feel it through his hands. He can feel it through his, his legs. He knows exactly how well she's going. He can feel how hard she is on the bridle. And, and then once he asks her, asks her to go, she just quickens. And she's got that turn of foot that every good sprinter needs. Every good sprinter needs to be able to go bang when asked. And um, she went bang. And, and she didn't really get a chance. But I think she'd come back underneath him by the end. And I actually think he was pretty gentle on her. So first up, 1,000 metres, group one number nine, I think it is. She'll be group one number 10 next one she wins, which will put her in that sort of elite elite group one company a, a very elegant 11 group ones the Caulfield Cup the, the, the Melbourne Cup I remember when she won fresh up over 1400 in the Winx stakes the group one 
um, won preparation over 1,400 where she just had no right to win, well short of her best, and she's just so tough. She never laid down. So 11 group ones for Very Elegant. And after 11, we'll talk about um, her and, and you know the modern-day champion she was, really, because she, she won over so many distances for a great group of owners. The Carters obviously bought in. Bray Sokolowski. Uh, we've got uh, Aussie Kier, who's investing heavily in uh, in New Zealand racing, but really Don Goodwin, the Breedwer, and um, Nick Bashara, those guys that really were there from day one. Uh, I know I spoke to Nick this morning, Smithy, and I know exactly how, how emotional he is about it. So it's going to be really nice to hear from after 11. He said he wants to front up because he wants to pay her respects, which is really cool because she's just a, a true legend. And I know you've got a great memory with her and, and Jared as well, um, so which involved yeah. her rehab. <laughs> so so <laughs> sure everyone's did. got the yeah. memories. They have. Uh, yeah, we look forward to that. Um, Louis and Tim, and, and, and so that's Nick Bashara after 11 o'clock. And we should also um, just remember, too, a uh, tough day for the Marsh family, uh, so heavily involved in uh, the racing industry. Uh, they lost the, the matriarch, really, in Kay uh, a few days ago, and uh, her uh, remembrance service is today in the Cambridge area. So uh, just to, to let those people know that... Um, we are thinking of you, very, very tight and great contributors to the racing industry. Very, very sad day for the Marsh family. Of course, husband Bruce um, and uh, racing people also know uh, son Stephen as well. So uh, our, our sympathies go, go out to them uh, on the sad day.